We all have a friend like this. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked. Easter week, celebrity book edition. Where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Betty Bunny Loves Easter by Michael B. Kaplan. Illustrated by Stefan Jorish. Published by Dial Books. Well, we've reached our last Easter book, celebrating Easter week. And I hope everyone out there has a very happy Easter. In the spirit of Easter, if you love This Goose is Cooked, be sure to give us a 5-star review on your podcasting app. And if you can't get enough, check out our YouTube and Instagram pages. Now, let's wrap Easter week up. For those who don't know Michael B. Kaplan, and you probably don't unless you're related, he's an American writer and producer. He got started after college when many of his plays were picked up and produced, mostly at the Ensemble Studio Theater in New York City. He has since moved to Los Angeles, where he's a television writer and producer. He was a writer and supervising producer on the shows Roseanne and Frasier. He even received an Emmy for his work on Frasier. He also co-created and executive produced I Am The Band and three-time Emmy-nominated Dog With A Blog for the Disney Channel. So yeah, he's no Michael B. Jordan. But how many not-famous people do you know who have a Grammy? His book, Betty Loves Easter, follows a little bunny named Betty with big aspirations to become the actual Easter Bunny. Her siblings give her a hard time for her goals, and she struggles with the basic skills needed on Easter. But will she achieve her goals? Or will she end up being a washed-up failure? Leaving on that midnight train to Georgia? Well, don't be afraid to tell us your goals, because you can't look crazier than this girl. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open on Betty Bunny, ramped up on the eve of Easter. She's got that pre-holiday adrenaline going, thinking about all the candy she's going to get. She's jumping around the kitchen, giving Easter eggs to everyone in her family. Is there anything in them? Probably not. Looks like a dry run. Betty loves Easter so much that she proclaims to her whole family that she's going to be the Easter Bunny when she's older. That's quite the declaration. You know, she would have seemed more sane if she said she was going to be a crackhead when she got older. She had to have known that wasn't going to be received well. She either loves humiliation or is just that oblivious. Either way, she's not off to a good start. Well, her siblings respond with, quote, You can't be the Easter Bunny, her brother Henry told her. Only the Easter Bunny can be the Easter Bunny, said her sister Kate. But you could grow up to be a weird bunny who runs around acting like the Easter Bunny, her older brother Bill added. End quote. Bill seems to be right on it. She could be a crazy person or an actor. What's the difference? And work at the mall, hating her life, and asking herself, what happened that led to this? But Betty's stubborn and stands by what she said, backing it up by saying she loves all the Easter traditions. And then she doubles and triples down, saying that when she's Easter Bunny, it won't just be one day, 
It'll be every day of the year. Whoa, let's reel it in here. She doesn't even have the job yet, and she's talking about ramping up production 300-fold. Talk about a surefire way to burn a successful business to the ground. Her mom tries to warn her, too, that if she does that, Easter won't be special anymore. Which is too true. Too much of something just ruins it. Well, unless it's beer. Disclaimer. Please drink responsibly. But Betty refuses to hear it, because she's a damn foo. And tells her mom that the whole year will be special. Tried telling that to anyone who said, It's 2020, and got to 2021 and realized it's worse. Betty tells her mom she's going to show her. Yeah, she'll show her how crazy she is. So on Easter after they go to church, her family went to the park for an Easter egg hunt. Betty Bunny is prancing and skipping around because it's her favorite part of Easter. Not the whole Jesus resurrecting so she can have eternal life thing. This year, her parents gave her a brand new, big basket. Being a confident rabbit, she tells everyone she's going to fill the whole thing up with eggs because she's the best at finding them. Be less humble. Jeez. She gets started on the Easter egg hunt and her siblings, not so subtly, help her find eggs. Then Bill oversteps and drops an egg in her basket and then patronizes her. Quote, How do you do it? Bill asked, sounding impressed. End quote. How does she do what? Manage to find less eggs than a blind bunny? Betty picks up on it, though, and then her siblings let the big secret out that the only reason she gets a lot of eggs is because they help her out. But somehow, this year for the first time, she noticed. Uh, duh, I don't know. Could it be Bill spiking eggs into her basket like Rob Gronkowski? The other siblings continue to try to smooth it out, telling her that she's basically doing it on her own. And then Bill patronizes her again as he spikes more eggs. Quote, Man, you're good at this, said Bill, dropping three more eggs into her basket. End quote. He's so subtle about it. How did she ever pick up on it? Betty's upset and tells them all to F off. She's going to do it herself. And her siblings are like, Thanks. Finally, we can do whatever we want. And mom can't yell at us. Betty, like a damn foo, ditches all the eggs they gave her, and she starts anew with a big empty basket. Betty looks everywhere. Well, she looks everywhere she can think of, which is not too many spots. And Betty only ends up with one egg, while all the other kids look like they just hit the jackpot. How the hell does she expect to be the Easter Bunny if she can't even figure out where the eggs are hidden? To be the Easter Bunny, you gotta think like the Easter Bunny. So she starts bawling as she sees her dreams shatter in front of her. Welcome to the club. Her parents inquire about what's wrong, and she says the vile words that she hates Easter. Blasphemy. Just because she sucks at one tradition doesn't give her the right to say that. With reality hitting Betty hard, she finally admits that she has no shot at being the Easter Bunny. And she chooses a different profession with one of the highest suicide rates. Dentistry. Because she claims she'll have no trouble finding teeth. But I beg to differ. With that attitude, 
she'll have a hard time bringing in any customers. Her parents console her, telling her they're proud of her. No, not for choosing a more realistic, and I must say, lucrative profession. No, they're proud of her for failing on her own, telling her that that one Easter egg is more special now because she found it herself. Better enjoy that, because it's going to be her last. After wasting time crying and having that long heart-to-heart, she sets out on her own again, looking for eggs. Good luck. By now, all the eggs have to be picked over. That shit goes quick. You gotta make a break for them like you're in a Walmart on Black Friday. Wouldn't you know it, she finds a couple more eggs. Probably the ones next to the dog shit, or where Billy threw up from too much excitement. She cherishes her three eggs she found, and then makes a big career mistake. Claiming that she's gonna be the Easter Bunny in spring, and a dentist the rest of the year. Nothing like half doing two things. That's a great way to succeed. Granted, dentists do have a lot of free time, but not enough to be the freaking Easter Bunny. Later on Easter, Betty's caught by her mom, rifling through her purse, trying to get herself some money. So much potential, just thrown away. She tells her mom she needs a bigger Easter basket for next year's Easter, so she's going to take her money. Talk about a terrible business mind. She got all of three eggs, and she claims she needs a bigger basket. That would be a terrible use of funds. Why not purchase lessons on how to actually find Easter eggs? Well, her mom tells her that she should have asked for permission first. Yeah, but if she did that, there's no way her mom would have invested. And the story ends on this zinger. Betty tells her that the money wouldn't be special if it was just given to her. Who would have thought she'd be this bad at achieving her goals and fall into being a common thief in only a day? What are the lessons Michael wants us to learn from his book? I believe it's he wants us to learn the value of hard work and doing things on your own, because that'll make you appreciate your accomplishments more. Which is too true. But that was diluted by this girl's wishy-washy stance on her future career, and the fact that she confuses hard work with stealing. And I fear some might completely miss the point and become dumber from this. What do I think of Mike's work? It was too long-winded for my taste, and the jokes were a little all over the place. I did find myself laughing in some parts, though. And it was highly relatable with his depiction of the older siblings. But again, his drive for a laugh muddled the moral. As for Stefan's pictures, they worked just fine with the theme in this one. And being hand-drawn helped. He truly excelled at showing all the characters' emotions, which added to the relatability. If you know someone who's confident that they're going to be extremely successful, but are all over the place about what they're going to be, don't give them this. It certainly won't help them nail something down. But if you want a few laughs this Easter, find this one. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.1. I'll have a heapin' helpin' and have another taste, but I'm not discussing work on Easter. This goose is cooked. Easter week and celebrity book edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review. Happy Easter, everyone.